So, Maddie. Yeah. I've got a sheet of paper in front of me. Yeah. That you brought from home. Yeah. What is? Well, it's just got penises lines. drawn. <laughs> it's just a picture of they're you. Not, they're not pictures. <laughs> I traced them. <laughs> um, I bought it in because we weren't sure what, what episode we were going to do. Because of Reese, you and Brendan are watching it on Stan. Mitch and I are watching it on DVD. I actually got rid of Stan, so I'm watching it on my DVD. Oh, so that's what. So oh, just for a, have we got another mess, like another mix around, like the other week? Yeah, yeah. like um, like fifth race in matter of time. So there's two lists of each of like the list of episode on the left and a list of episode on the right. Yeah. So you, you and Brendan on Stan were doing the one on the left, which means we would technically be doing holiday now. And then with Mitch and I's DVDs is the list on the right where we would actually be doing Serpent Song and then Holiday. So I did some research into it and basically Mitch and I seem to have the official like MGM Showtime release schedule. Of course we do. Uh, right. What you guys got was basically when the States shipped it over to the UK to broadcast it over there, because they don't take the mid-year break like the States do, Sky One, which is a, a British uh, channel over there, just played them all in one hit and kind of swapped the orders around and stuff. Yeah, right. So I'd say, and that's what's on um, IMDb and that's what's on Wikipedia. So basically, and that's what Stan have as well. So basically, they've just switched the episodes, taken the bush out of episode one and sent it out. Pretty much, <laughs> yep. yeah. But I did look into it, and in terms of um, like chronology and any plot points coming through, it doesn't matter what order you watch them in because yeah. there's a there's one plot point at the end of Serpent Song uh, that doesn't factor in until um, show and tell. So we're good we're good either way. So yeah, nice. what, what, what do we want to do? Serpent. Go buy the DVDs. <clears throat> All right, let's do that. Gate. This is episode 38. We are talking Stargate SG1. We are the full Get It Gate team. My name is Mitch. Joining me as always, Matty Gibson. Yo. Brennan Gibson. G'day. And Reese Gibson. Oh, hi. If you are new to Get In The Gate, we are three veterans, Matty, Brendan, and I, Mitch, talking to Reese, who is new to the show. We are looking back at each and every episode, one per week, and just breaking down the show. Reese looking at it through fresh eyes. And just loving everything Stargate SG-1, which of course only, what, two weeks ago celebrated its 20th anniversary. Mm, Absolutely. Ridiculous. And we celebrated a one-year anniversary. It's been a year since we've um, which, started doing this. Since it's I, like since just, just shy mm. of being as important as the 20th anniversary mm. of SG-1. So It does it does accentuate, though, how far behind we are, because we've been doing <laughs> it for a year, so we should be on episode 52 when we're uh, on episode None of that. Sh- 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 we don't have to know. No one needs to know about that moment. We, we took a hiatus. <laughs> yeah. We got about season seven, one and two. We got seven episodes in. We're like, we have earned a three-month break. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they do. How do you top the knocks? I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> we need to lay down you lay, you need for winter. A couple of weeks off before you can really watch politics. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's, no, that's a good point. Yeah. No, you need a couple of weeks, then watch it, then a couple of weeks. Yeah, recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. recovery yeah. Good call. I'm not yeah. going to respond. <laughs> You've defended all you can defend. As we always do, we're going to go back to uh, the synopsis as provided to us by the uh, DVD of the late 90s. So episode 17 of season two, this one is uh, written by none other than Catherine Powers, directed by Peter Delaware. Peter Deloise. Absolutely. Well done. Welcome, Peter Deloise. And welcome back. 
Catherine Powers. It's that's the just A-team. The, that's just the studio audience we've got in here with oh, us. They're, they're still excited. Coming, guys. They're still excited. They're still going. Can someone get that phone off him. <laughs> It'll die, let it die down naturally. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we need the Daryl Summers cut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. SG1's arch enemy Apophis is dying and seeks sanctuary with O'Neill. But what he really wants is a new host in exchange for his knowledge of the Gould. Will O'Neill grant his request or send him back to the Gould to face his fate? Well, it's not up to O'Neill. It's up to Hammond. No. Mm. And I don't think he's looking for sanctuary with O'Neill. What are they going to do? No, Just yeah. fly it off into the sunset? I feel, like, go I feel like even if you've seen one episode of Stargate, you can read that synopsis and go, well, clearly he's going to say no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this comes to my first point earlier in the Tokra. This is the perfect time to pull someone off death row and go, there you go. Now give us all your information. Yes. You this know? is what I yeah. wrote down. This oh, is my this is my last sort of Yeah, but and then kill him? Absolutely. <laughs> Electrocute that <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, Reese, you have watched this for the first time and it's 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 Apophis. It's the big bad so oh, far of SG one. How the, surprised were you to see him the big in a reveal. crash glider? Oh, my God. When he turned around and it was his face, I'm like, no way. What the <laughs> hell? You've got him. You've got him. I was You've worried you weren't going to recognize him because you didn't recognize Sharae straight away when she appeared uh. at the start of Secrets. So I was like, yeah. and he's kind of messed up and he's wearing silver, yeah. not gold. And I'm like, oh, is Reese going to notice him? Yeah, no. Nah, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm just like. Kill him, too. Kill him, he's, kill him, kill him. Yeah, get him. <laughs> like, you've got four on one. He's injured. There's yeah. no backup around. Like, that's yeah. it. You got him. Hopper and then cat. and then they did. They come, They got him through the gate, and I'm just like, this is going to be a sick episode. <laughs> so good, so good. And then, only a couple of minutes later, Carter mentioned Jolnar, and it just brings oh, you right yeah, back yeah. down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody J-bomb. Yeah. No, it was, it was very, very cool, and actually like opened it up to a very cool little action sequence, because we haven't... We've seen a lot of gliders and stuff, but there was that one really cool shot where they're sort of dialing the gate. They're running back toward it once it opens up. And there's gliders going between them and the gate just over top. Like it's yeah. a real skirmish mm. going around. And it does that hover. The hover, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like cool. Over the DHD while Jack's like backing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that for me was purely just to show off a cool effect because yeah. he's there running back to, through the gate. And he turns around, waits for it to sort of gl- mm. like hover yeah. down. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I'm going to take on this giant alien aircraft. <laughs> With my machine yeah. gun. Yeah. But it's like they used up a lot of the stock shots early on yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they could afford to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then for him to like just to walk backwards through the gate and you yeah. sort of go back and you see that wormhole effect in reverse. Yeah. That looked awesome. Yeah. And then to cut to what I always love, which is seeing like debris come through the Stargate as yeah. well, like just dust yeah. particles that flying so across dangerous. the galaxy. It's yeah, yeah, it's lucky the glider pilot didn't <laughs> didn't like fire Shoot straight, yeah. directly yeah. through the gate and it would have gone straight through the glass in, in the SGC yeah. and yeah. just taken Hammond out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they just replaced that glass the other they week. Don't, they <laughs> really don't close those blast doors enough, do they? No. no. It's, they've got cameras, so they can see in there. So yeah. It's a bit weird. Well, and you think with, you know, Tilk running through the gate already with Apophis, plus Daniel and Sam, but like yeah. a solid sort of five or six seconds before Jack was through, yeah. you think yeah. they would have been like, ah, Oh, ah, shit. Red alert, Yeah, guys. you'd think they'd do that as a, as a safety process every time someone comes back through yeah. the gate, hey? If the just iris in case. is open. Because if the blast door's down and you're this is your first time in the yeah. embarkation room, then you wouldn't know where you wouldn't know where the computers or where, where it's all being controlled. But 
as soon as you walk through, you look up and there it is. You yeah. know exactly I guess where it is. My mum always used to get cranky at me because when I'd take the bin out, I'd use the electric garage door. She's like, you're wasting power. So imagine every time they move down the bus doors, <laughs> it'd be $2 billion power bill. Yeah, Hammond's mum would get angry at him. <laughs> <laughs> now, Reese, you're such a massive fan of Teal. I imagine you would have got a kick out of, especially the start of this episode when, like you said, they've got a poffers, they've got him back. He's like tied up you know, in a, in a hospital bed in the yeah. infirmary and... Oh, no, I think it was actually in the, in the debriefing room. Mm. And he's just sitting there every time Tilk said something. And you know, he's got a very small word economy, Tilk. But whenever he said a line in, in, in the room about what it meant to get Apophis and what that would mean for the rest of the Gould and, and, and the effects of it, he ended every line with just this tiny little smirk. Like he mm, yeah. was so he jacked because of that. He was like, I've finally got this prick. There's another yeah. there's another scene later on where um when Tilk and Sam go to see Apophis right before he has his big sort of, you know, confrontation with Apophis. Yeah. And Apophis is writhing around in pain and Sam's kind of like, oh, how do I react to this? And Tilk is legit just yeah. reveling yeah. and just enjoying, just smiling and just... What do you say? I've waited many years for this moment. Mm. Yeah. I think actually when she like left the room and he's standing there at the foot of the bed, his arms yeah. behind his back, and as she got out of shot, Tilk's went from just being sort of deadpan, just smirk come on his face yeah. like, and he does that he does that clenching of the jaw thing mm. where it's yeah, just you see the and you just see the anger just frothing in him mm. I thought that was so cool man how he's just like he's just like yeah we'll celebrate this day yeah, that you're dead day. holy day and true luck now, yeah Ugh. now I, I remember watching even many times that I've watched this episode since I started watching the show it always starts off for me as a little bit of, oh, yeah, I don't like this. And I, I think that's this goes back. It's a memory of the first time I watched it because it's season two, only episode 17. All of a sudden, here's this, the big bad so far. You're like, how can he not be killed? Yeah. Or he's, I mean, he's dying anyway. Mm. Are we going to say goodbye to the big bad of the series so far, less than two seasons into its run? Really? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like disappointment from the start just because I'm assuming how this, this episode is going to end. And you and you said something great, Brendan, too, is that find another host and 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 put the snake in him so they can get this information. Because yeah. for me, I love the fact that the actor playing Apophis is lying in this bed, delivering lines, basically saying, recast me! Recast <laughs> yeah. me! Yeah. Like, how are you doing? Like, you're reading the script and you're like, oh, wow, they've captured him. wonder where this is going to go. I need a new host. Um, no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's getting old. He's getting old. Yeah. They're f***ing writing me out. You mother... <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's Catherine okay Catherine look I forgive you I forgive you but right. we've got to work so some good. shit out yeah, but then he sees Soka has a sarcophagus yes I'm back yeah. baby <laughs> yes there's a chance so he's like he's just like as nice as possible on set not to piss anybody <laughs> off he's like nice to, to the craft service people you know he's just everyone on set but just I gotta so he say, gets invited back then he fell down the elevator shaft he says <laughs> Sholva like oh, yeah. no one else Sholva Kree like, like no ah. one else can do mm. that yeah I don't care who you are not even bloody Morgan Freeman could do it as a nah. kid. Nah, nah, he's got that down. And he, he can he can pronounce the apostrophe somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's the way that he includes the word in a sentence that otherwise doesn't need it. Like when he's sitting there, he's dying, he's you know, he's aging at a phenomenal rate and Tilks there saying, I've waited this day, you know, yeah. for this day for so long. Meanwhile, you've got uh Sokar who's out there, you know, ready to come in and, and attack them or at least destroy the base, and Apophis says, I will die happy. As yeah. long as I know that I'm dying with you next to me, Shulva. Yeah. Like, he doesn't so, need yeah. to say Shulva, but it's like, <laughs> it, this, it, it, even yeah. not Venom. Yeah, how yeah. raw that is and what an insult it must be to someone like Teal. I hated the fact that Frazier basically 
made Tilk look like a a fool when Tilk's like, don't don't treat him. Like we'll yeah. let him <laughs> yeah. suffer in pain, and then when he's ready to talk, we'll. And then she's like, Tilk, get out of the way. Tilk, step away. I'm from just the like bed. you. Don't you, bitch. Get the. <laughs> if Tilk tells you to fuck off, you. F- off. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she was very steadfast. <laughs> I, hate in my her. I hate her now. She's very steadfast in her Hipp- Hippocratic Oath. She was real like, yeah. when uh, at one point when... Um, she almost rolled her eyes. Take your like... hypocritical oath and shove it. <laughs> well, and when is it Hammond says, okay, we'll stop treating him. She's like, that will effectively end his life. Yeah. Like, no shit, that's uh, yep. what we're planning on. He's my patient. Mm. Oh, really? Because he's also the destroyer of a lot of... Lives. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention the host. Yeah, who's actually you know two thousand year old host. Oh, just wasn't that cool? Yeah. I love that. that. That's you feel so sorry for him immediately. Yeah, because he's screaming out in a high voice and he's yeah. language similarly yeah, yeah, calling out yeah. for his family and shit. You're just like, oh, dude. And then when they actually they like you know Jackson sits there and breaks it down for you. You know, like he's, he's just full um. Just full exposition, if you don't already get it through, I guess, the action on the bed. is The, the action on the bed, not really. Whew, I nearly got myself into trouble there. But he's like, oh, he's he's lived a nightmare for, for thousands of years. You know, he's imagine being a prisoner well, inside your own yeah. body. And you're oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, like I know Literally. that's what it is. But while I'm looking at a guy suffering and then you're telling me that while I'm looking at that, that, that actually does really enforce... How much it must really blow to be well, a bloody host? Literally it thousands in. of years, because yeah. it, it's established that Apophis's host is of Earth. Yeah. He was yeah. a mm. priest at the Temple of Karnak, or whatever they said. So obviously, Apophis has had that host since before Ra took, you know, left. Mm. Yeah, way way back in the day. Mm. So he's that's before, literally yeah before they buried the gate. Yeah, so literally thousands of years. He's he's been in that host. Or if that, you listen to the DVD. A thousand centuries. A thousand centuries. <laughs> Buried in the sands of Egypt. And feel oh, for his poor family. Look, he just ducked out for a quick prayer. Never returned. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Going against Siggy's guys. Well, My dad's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the problem. I guess that's the problem when you got to go and pray. It's, uh... <laughs> he just left and didn't come back. Yeah. Classic. Now he says he's a god. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, good gear. So, um, obviously, the great and powerful Catherine Powers is back. And uh, I did promise you guys something. Remember, we, we found her um, her IMDb profile picture. Mm-hmm. And I told you it was very, very similar to a picture of my dear mother. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, I happen to have brought in a little surprise for you. <laughs> oh! Um, Put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the first time in 38 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've done a little side-by-side here. So, I want you guys to tell me, because like, it's been a while since you guys have seen that picture. So well, I'm interested that's what to you see. think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can figure out which one is Catherine Powers. We might put this up on our socials and you, if you guys can figure out which one is Catherine Powers and which one is my mother. I hope they both have blue dresses on. They're actually wearing the same dress, but it's not blue. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, no way. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, if I didn't have that picture in my wallet, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't know who <laughs> was who. my mum. That's true. Oh, uh, no, no, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, oh the, whichever God. one of those is my mother, no joke, there is a probably metre-high portrait of that right as you walk in the entryway of, uh, of her house. It's been there since I was about 10. That's glorious. Same photographer. Conveniently, <laughs> it, was, it was about two or three weeks after my parents' divorce, so I feel like it was a bit nice. of a, you know, it was an upper for her. She was just trying <laughs> yeah. to, it was, it was her Stella gets her groove back moment. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Can I get this? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, 
never goes where I think it's going to. I can never. Oh, spend 20 years with the bloke, mate. <laughs> Reese is done. I've never seen Reese that far gone. He's out. He's done. Jump, jump on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll pop up that photo. Now, hey, you know what? We also did promise. Remember, we made a promise that... Hang on, I think you need... We need to have a break. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, you cannot get this. <laughs> you cannot get this. Ah, uh, welcome back to Get Into Gates. <laughs> we just had to go and change our shorts after that one. Ooh. That was that was good. Whoa, 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 whoa! We just <laughs> Here I was trying to clean it up. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, come on, man. You did clean mine. Yeah. Well. Think about the edit. Think about the edit. <laughs> Well, we did promise, uh, well, actually, first of all, you can jump on our socials uh, if you haven't already, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We've got uh, that side-by-side shot up uh, for, you to, for you to check out. But we did actually promise, the last time we spoke about Catherine Powers, we joked that as a prize for Get Into Gate, that we would actually make up a portrait of Catherine Powers from her IMDb photo and give it away to somebody. I think we actually did say, though, that we would do up two... One would be Catherine Powers, the other <laughs> yeah. one would be your mother. Yeah. And we would never tell the winners which one they actually got. <laughs> and we were going to sign them both. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so out there, there would be a signed photo of Maddie's mum with Brendan's signature on it. So, yeah, uh, yeah if you... Uh, Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Just contact us, get it again if you would like to win a prize, obviously. I mean, who wouldn't want that? But you said at the uh, start of the app, Brendan, about, um, like... It's not so much bad security, but just the fact that they don't drop, you know, the blast doors very often and all that. Yeah. My problem with this was the iris. Like, they always start from the iris being open. They always have to tell people to close the iris. It's never that it's already closed. What's yeah. the threat? Well, we don't know. Okay, keep it shut. They, they, I think I they work. remedy that later on, but yeah. yeah, it's quite annoying when you're like, guys, something's coming through. Because for me, it's basically like they've established in, like, in the actual center, the command center themselves, like... It looks so much sexier when the iris isn't there. Like, yeah. I just, I just want to know that when people come to our house and they see that, like, it, it looks as good as it can. The iris there, it just, yeah. it doesn't look welcoming. You know, yeah. we've got this big mm. metallic sharp door there. Serious like, feng shui issues. Yeah, like Guillotine. that's precious time. Like, there is an alien threat coming through, and they have to press a button. That it takes two seconds. Like, that's a precious two seconds. The issue I had most with the opening sequence was, Mitch, if you got the pictures there that I uh, attached. Yeah. Daniel's super effeminate sitting <laughs> on the gates uh, on the planet waiting for Apophis to arrive. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just like sitting out like Zsa Zsa Gabor or Cleopatra or something like that. He's like, the director's like, okay, we're going to do a, a distant shop and we need to put a microphone somewhere. Let's hide it behind Shanksy. <laughs> if you can sit like We've this, done that be great. Before. There's, a, um, there's, <laughs> one those, that? there's one of those light shields there just bouncing light up into Jack so you can see him <laughs> under the hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has to be. But yeah, whoever blocked that was like, Oh, it would have been Peter DeLuise. Yeah. Shanksy, lie down. I feel, I feel like it was a bit of a stitch up. Like he did it just to have a bit of fun with the shot and expecting yeah. Shanksy to go, I'm not going to lie like this. Yeah. And Shanksy was like, yeah, whatever. So Apophis got tortured by his by his people. Super hard. Yeah. And, they, and obviously, as I said, the downfall was when they blew up his ships basically oh yes yeah, he's premier. lost a whole army yeah he's yeah, lost everything yeah c1 basically caused him to just lose his 
crown more or less. Yeah, start his downfall. Yeah, yeah, which was awesome. I, and then, and because of that torture, his little wormy in his brain has deteriorated. <laughs> and then that led to his. Uh, do you think that led to the host coming back through? And start starting to talk ancient Egyptian, or do you reckon it was just? I think it was the he was in such pain, yeah, that uh, the the symbiote Shut basically down. passed out, yeah. But, but the host didn't couldn't contain control. I guess yeah. in the same yeah. way, Amunet sort of chose to sleep, yeah, you know, to save the baby, so that the you know it's of and obviously the mm. Tokra have reinforced that the Gould can you know recess when the, when they need to. So I feel like yeah, he just didn't have the strength to mm. to keep control. For the first time in obviously probably a th- you know thousands of years that the host was able to sort of you know emerge from this. I can't, yeah, I can't say how much I love that enough. That so good, like it was so little. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Such I was a little bit. I was so in love with the Scara Chlorel back and forward in the first season, but I feel like this just took it to a whole nother level. Mm. Yeah, and the fact that that Daniel was so he was pretty cruel to oh, a host as cold, well. Man. There was yeah. some, there was there was some heat there. But then as soon as the host emerged, you know, he was translating, he gave him his yeah. last rites. Yeah. He just, he was turning, was just so soft and accommodating. And mm. I was just, it just, I don't think if I was in such a ridiculous situation, like the, a heightened situation, it's like, could you really separate that in your mind? I mean, to him, that's always been Apophis. That's the face of the man who's, yeah. who yeah. kidnapped mm. and raped his wife, basically. Mm. Yeah. And still has her somewhere. I think the only argument I could have against that is that his hope is that the host survives. So he he believes that Shara is still alive. So then, yeah. essentially, that is two people. That is two beings. And I guess if one. the host of Apophis can be reached and saved, yeah. then anybody could really, yeah. mm. absolutely. Yeah. Do we? Do you reckon um, Apophis's grandstanding? Like, do you think he really, as as a last last ditch effort, go? Okay, I'm going to die. I'm going to set up the Tari to die with me. Do you, like, that's what he basically said his plan was. Yeah. Do you reckon that was it? Or do you think secretly he was like, well, the only people who are strong enough to protect me from Sokar are the Tory? Oh, I reckon mm. it was almost like the only people dumb enough to not kill me when they first see me are these guys because they'll probably want to use me as a prisoner of war. And then, But then I, once I recuperate or get another host, then yeah. I can escape. I think that's yeah. probably what he was betting we'd give him a host. And because the temptation was there from a few people, that's what I love about SGC is that there's never just one opinion, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, there were people willing to do that. Like, hey, well, hang on, there's a lot we could learn. Whereas there's people like Teal, like, no, can kill this bloke. Yeah. And even O'Neill, like, I don't really care what he could teach us. You know, Daniel, obviously, having the the biggest wrestle, really. It's like this guy has tortured my wife, but he's also the guy that knows where she is. And yeah, yeah. I'm on that. I loved her. Oh. You do not believe me. So angry. No. No, I, I don't think that's possible. How could you? Our minds, our knowledge, our very being is so much greater, so much more. I know where your child is. <laughs> so cold and calculating. So calm, and yeah. quick. Yeah. Mm. My son. I brought him into the world with my own hands, on Abydos. He was taken by yes. Heru. No. By me. Pretty arch music, though. Yeah. Gets no. the point across. Terrible. I have no use for the child now. I'm on net. I knew the moment I laid eyes on her, she was a vessel for the 
queen. If you don't tell me where she is, I'll kill you right here. You have neither the strength nor the will. <laughs> I love that last He's word. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's but like that's the thing like when he was when he when he was saying that I'm like oh he's just trying to get under Daniel's skin but then when he was in that much pain and he was shouting out I'm Wynette, I'm Wynette, I'm like oh dang he actually loves her yeah like that's yeah. full on did you notice something though at the at the at the start he says Aminette, I loved her mm. so do you reckon I'm just asking Ray do you reckon she's still alive she did yeah. Given I'm, that the last time we saw them, they left together as a pair in secrets. They left Arbidos as a pair still together. Yeah, I figured it. he was ag- accepting his own death. Yeah. That's how ah, I saw it. I looked at that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. No, that's, that's good. But when they talked about that uh, sarcophagus, because they, they said it twice. When they said it the first time, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They can heal him. And then they talked about it the second time after they pushed him through the gate. And I'm like, oh well, he's dead, and and then old mates like, nah, they've got to suffer. They'll bring him back, and then I'm like, mm. oh dang, yeah, just yeah. Torture like, him over and over. What was and over the, what was the whole point of having him in there to die slowly? Like you could have just murdered him and thrown him back, yeah, taking some stress off your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Fraser really didn't do her job properly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I feel like it, it was kind of that that clincher at the end that the Toker kind of just dropped at the last minute, mm. and it's like I feel like if. Because I guess to this point, SG-1 has only known that the sarcophagus can heal, not that it can bring you back from the yeah. dead. So it's like, well, if they'd known that, I don't think Wasn't, they would have uh, actually... Didn't Sharae die in the movie? I don't know if she was dead dead or if she'd just been hit with a blast and was right. gravely injured, was going to die. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I um, thought that too. After Because they didn't mention that, like you said, they didn't mm. mention it until he was gone and through and they're like... Oh no! By the way, they can bring him back from the dead. Yeah. Because the Tokra wanted them to send him back. Like you don't realize how much trouble you're going to be in. Yeah. So after you sort of think, you go, okay, well, the Tokra don't care whether you send him through alive or dead. But I guess from yeah. the SGC's point of view, like, well, if we send him through dead, we know that he's done and he's not going to be an issue anymore. Yeah, not going to get tortured. Whereas, because we didn't, they didn't think that he could be brought back to life. So now it's like, oh well, you know, Dang. It, we could have sent him through alive. Yeah. Um, but they thought, okay, well, if he's dead, we can't get information out of him. He's useless. Yeah. Not knowing that, well, he's he's potentially going to come back. Do you mm. think there was an element at all from the SGC's point of view that, like, what I, at least the way I took it, I, I it was just, I don't know whether it was because of the way they were acting rather than what was actually presented to us dialogue-wise or anything, but uh, when, you know, Martouf said to them, oh, no, they've got a sarcophagus, they'll just bring him back and they'll just torture him for eternity and kill him and bring him back and torture him and things. And, and they sort of looked really like, oh, damn. And now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it's because mm. he's he, he's he, he's still a potential threat or, or whatever. But for me, it was almost like they, they'd come to accept that there was still a person behind Apophis that they were condemning that guy to even more torture than he'd already mm. been under for thousands of years. And for me, I'm like, oh, it's so strange that when Martouf said, oh, surely you think that's a just punishment. This is what he deserves. And I'm like, well, as a race, the Tok'ra are very much about being a symbiotic relationship between Gould and between host. Mm. How could they not sympathize with the fact that there is, of course, a, a host remaining behind Apophis yeah. that is also going to suffer this fate? But that was the way that I was thinking about it. I didn't consider it the way that you've just said it, Maddie. that, no, they were just thinking of it from a point of view that, oh, no, now he can continue to be a threat 
Interesting too, I know we spoke about it with uh, A Matter of Time last week that they kind of really affirmed that, okay, 38 minutes is, is the window, the longest the window can stay open. Yeah. And then tonight when Sokar had you know dialed in was starting to heat up the iris, and they're like, oh, how long can they hold it open? Well, the longest a ghoul has ever opened up a wormhole was 38 minutes. I'm like, didn't we just, didn't we sort of canonize this last week? Mm. Yeah. And then it lasted 38 minutes and it ended and then they fired it up again. They're like, oh, I guess, yeah, we've got to wait another 38 minutes, you know. Yeah, that, Oi, and didn't here, Carter they... find uh, a way to fast dial the gate really quickly? Like 20 yeah. minutes, she's like, yeah, I've done it. Like, why yeah. didn't you do that before? Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like think about all the energy we're using to dial up this <laughs> yeah. thing. We're yeah. dialing up a hell of a lot quicker, yeah. and only now you're thinking of it? I'm not sure come if on, last man. week they said the words 38 minutes. They just said, I think Hammond said, I thought there was a limit to how long a wormhole could be yeah, okay. open for. And I think there, but for the grace of God, was the only time they meant, mentioned 38 minutes. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I feel like they, they do over the next season and a half, I think, really hammer that home yeah, to right. the point where it's it's real common knowledge. Because I think there are, like this episode, certain aspects that really revolve around that being set in stone. Mm. It's, it's it's something that, yeah. that's it's in world that you can't be changed. Mm. You know, that's 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 what a gate is, except for, they you should, know... Uh, and they should totally call an episode that, Matty. <laughs> 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 it's such a cool number, too. Like, 38 minutes is not 35 or 40, mm. not rounding it up for human, the way that we break up time yeah. or anything mm. like that. Yeah. And it's not 42, like, you know, like an episode. Like, it's not the length of an hour's <laughs> worth of TV, yeah. you know, minus the ad yeah. sort of thing. Star Trek use uh, 47. That's yeah, right. That's one. Oh, damn it! Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, they, they have they have they have forty seven as their sort what of. What the hell was number. that? Well, that apparently is from Star Trek. I don't know. I've never watched it. But our mutual friend Maddie uh, Ben Clayton, I've, I'm telling him about our get into gate chats and said that you always bring up Star Trek and that we've we've got a rule. If you are new to get into gate, Maddie loves Star Trek as well. But if he brings it up three times. I That's switch it. your mic off. You're That's done it. for the I'm podcast. Red, I'm, red, I'm red carded for the episode. Yeah. Right I'm in the sin bin. And so, I don't know, there's some alien or something else in Star Trek that says, hardly enough, that's one, that's two, and I've got a that's three, yeah. and then something, a little bit of extra flavor at the end that really says you're done for the podcast. But, Matty, D- okay. DS9 season five. That's two. The darkness and the light. Oh, Damn it. No, come on. Oh, that was part of the same one. <laughs> Not I feel according like I to broke us. it up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that that's two play. And then that's you your kept... warning. Okay, that's a warning. <laughs> that's that's how it's rolling. All right? yep. So you know. That's it. You're done. Jeez. you got one left. Hard room. What else I loved about the, <laughs> what else I loved about this episode, Brennan? Because I know you said uh, over the last couple of weeks that you don't like Earth episodes. This was an Earth episode, save for that start. Yeah, and did it you really, like it? It, but it, does, it really doesn't. Feel, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, does it? <laughs> no. <it's>, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like Matty said, tough room. Just the, just the idiot. Idiot. Just like, yeah, uh, did you like it? Idiot. No, I'm used to that. That's um, for the haircut comment a couple brother, of weeks yeah. <laughs> For me, uh, uh, if it's on base, I don't consider it as like an Earth. For me, an Earth episode is going out and dealing with Mackenzie and all that yeah, right. shit. It's like an international airport. It's just like neutral ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like- I, I, I figure if they're on the base, like there's a lot of base ones that are awesome. Like, for example, Window of Opportunity, that's mm. a base episode and that's one of the best episodes of the whole series. So, yeah, it's only when they kind of go off and have to worry about external politics that just it makes me just fall asleep. Don't say that word. Yeah, po- politics <laughs> yeah. was a base episode. Yeah, bo- politics falling asleep. It was a base episode though. So by- uh, I'm pretty sure it was just a flashback episode. It all happened on base. 
So it's got to be by that it's going to be better than any Earth episode, doesn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just bogging us down now. I I just... so. <laughs> <laughs> so have we heard, have we heard from Sokar previously? No, he's brand new. Yeah, I was going to say because it's they they start talking to him like he's familiar, like he's familiar, but yeah, I, can't can't, I think the first time it threw me off a little bit too, but. Yeah, and then you there's they're back and forth a little bit, I think. Mm, well, they give well. us they give us plenty of backstory on him. Sokar is a Goa'uld of ancient times. He was once ruler of the System Lords, but was defeated by an alliance of Goa'uld many centuries ago. Apophis and Ra were among his conquerors. Where did he go? Apophis himself believed him destroyed. Obviously, he was mistaken. Well, if he was almost wiped out, how bad could he be now? <laughs> the most Teal'c said in a while. Yeah. His name's also very old in Earth mythology. He was the most feared deity in ancient Egypt, the original god of death. God of death. Got anything a little more up to date? Well, I don't know what he's been up to lately, but according to the Book of the Dead, there was a time he ruled all of Earth. His lands around Memphis were covered by darkness and inhabited by serpents. Oh, who knows? Coincidence? The first host of the gold. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And if the Unas were the first ones, there had to be a time when both form of gold hosts coexisted, Unas and human. Kind of like Neanderthal. Which is he? I don't know, but his portion of Tuat, or the other world, was filled with lakes of fire where the wicked were thrown into his punishment after torture and mutilation. Hell. Yeah, basically, he was the original Satan. Wow, oh, isn't that special? Yeah, I don't think I appreciated that whole <clears throat> setup there. That well, here I am talking about being seventeen episodes into season two, they're potentially killing off the big bad. That's really setting up the next mm. big bad. Yeah. I, I yeah. honestly, the, when I rewatched it for this episode, for this podcast, I really didn't appreciate that that could yeah. have potentially set up. You know, and this is this is killing the, off Apophis and then setting up Soka. This is yeah, and and obviously setting up as being more uh, imposing, given that he's the one that tortured and killed. Apophis. Yeah, yeah, and existed from the start, you and know. He's the yeah. devil, the ruler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I never noticed this before. This is the first time I've uh, in the, you know, the 20 odd times I've watched this episode. They are kind of trying to set up that Sokar may may in fact be an Unas. Yeah. Yeah. And what they, what they set up there and just when I was sort of reading some trivia on the episode, the image that he pr- projects sort of onto the iris. I always just assumed that as being like a devil yeah. image or whatever. But apparently it was it was based on an Unas. Yeah. So they're really laying down this heavy, you know, because I guess at this stage the only time we've seen a, a an Unas is um Thor's yeah, hammer. Giant. Yeah. So potentially we're going to get to see a a, a Gould with a with an Unas host. Ooh, baby. Which I could like be that. Interesting. Because I mean, it begs the question: like, why did they change from Unas to human? Because they're they're egomaniacs. They're vain. So yeah. They figured- <laughs> And the uh, the human women are a lot hotter than the Unas women. Yeah. So. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and did you see Reese? Um, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Did you see at the end when the when the Toker are ready to go home? They've got the QWERTY keyboard with all the symbols on it. And, oh, and yeah, Martin's yeah, just yeah. going, "That's my address, guys. See you later." Yeah, nice. Yeah, a little gadget swap. Mm. Yeah, and what she say? Oh, you oh can't, yeah. Nowhere where you can find where we can find you. He's like, hey, yeah. I'm not giving you my number, baby. <laughs> you, can, you can contact me through the television. Yeah. That was so random, I thought, hey. Yeah. Well, you can contact us through this. Yeah. That's Tolan. We're friends with the Tolan. 
and the Tari. Yeah, didn't oh, didn't say they were friends. <laughs> name dropping. Yeah. Didn't say they were friends with the Knox though. So no. the Tolan yeah. are friends with the Knox and the Toker, but the Toker aren't friends with the Knox from the sounds of it. Assholes yeah. already. Um, don't, yeah. like, don't like them. If you yeah. don't like the Knox, then get the hell out. But yeah, that's obviously the last the last use of a Sagan box, and um and now the Toker have got a GDO. Mm. And uh, and we've got the little uh, the little device. To, How did the Toker uh, to come them? to Earth? I can't remember. Did they radio in or something? No, they they dropped the Sagan box. The Sagan box. Was yeah, given they to shut them the, the iris on it. Yeah, right. My yeah. Tooth, what's my tooth symbiote's name? Lantash. God, he was an ear cranky little bugger. Oh, I knew. oh yeah, that was again. That was another great turn when Martooth sort of comes back and everyone's pissed at Lantash and he's like, "Yeah, what's happened?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. Can we yell at him? It's like, like <laughs> when you get drunk and then everyone looks at you the next day and you're like, "What?" I don't remember what, what happened. happened. <laughs> I blacked out. What happened? Uh, I did notice too. Um, the guy who played the Ashrak from In the Line of Duty, the guy that killed Jolinar. He yeah. gets a credit in this episode, even though he only appears in that little sort of flashback. Oh, really? He gets a credit. Oh um, yeah, nice. Peter Lacroix. Le- he gets a he gets a credit on this episode for some and reason. And a pay packet, I bet. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Must be a friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, before we get out of here, we've got to. Uh, it's time for what? Uh, it's our monthly mailbag. Although we named it much better too. Uh, oh, it's time for the get into gate. Harry Mailbag. God, that sounds a lot like our Monthly. other intro. Monthly. Yeah. <laughs> You're songwriter uh, Just the one song. Yeah. Just, the, <laughs> just the one tune, the one, one melody. One tune, yeah. Change the lyrics. Four notes. Same as the top 40. <laughs> what you got in your Harry Mailbag there, Reese? Well, first up. <laughs> Good segue. Why is that the name of it? Because like, you sing of, it really well. Yeah, because yeah. of Harry Mayborn. Give you Harry so Mailbag. Harry Harry Mailbag. <laughs> Give your Harry Mailbag a shake and see what falls out. <laughs> oh, God. Harry Mailbag. So what do we got? Not a fan of this. Okay, Emma Bowie from London on Twitter, at Emma underscore Bowie, says, uh, get in, at getting to gate, you guys have made the 14-year-old gator in me very happy and my commutes go a lot quicker. Oh, Thanks. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. We're all still pretty much 14-year-old boys, I guess, so that, that fits pretty well. Mm. That's Thanks, awesome. Emma. Thank you, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Actually, I got a couple of emails. Uh, this one from Santos Gonzalez. Uh, oh, that's a good oh, name. That's a fantastic Santos name. Gonzalez. Welcome to the Gate family, Santos. Muy with, bueno. With the uh, subject line throwback comments. I don't know what this is, oh. but uh, hey guys, love the show. Just started listening, but it's one of my top ten podcasts. All right, All right. you need to listen to more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> only another nine. That's fine. He only listens to five. <laughs> He's saving the other spaces for anything else. I'm writing in about the uh, episode Bloodlines, where you all discuss the ethics of killing the symbionts while they're still young, and I wanted to weigh in. Yeah. Daniel was 100% right when he killed the symbionts. Yeah. I keep saying symbionts because that's what he's actually written. Star Trek fan. Star Trek, he's like, oh, that's one. Carter saw them as innocent. Young creatures, she is 100% wrong. Daniel saw them for what they truly are. From the second that they are born, they crave power, love to kill, desire to rule, and will do anything to do this. Can I I interest you in some Togra, maybe? (laughs) Yeah. So even as they look at you from their fishbowl before they're taking their hosts... It is born with a fully formed consciousness from minute one, and the only thought of that consciousness is violence. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Santos. Absolutely. Hey, well done. Slow clap it out. I thought, no, I'm with Santos. Team Santos here. Slay slay those little f***ers. We've got another. (laughs) I'm not not losing any sleep over that fish bowl, though. I tell you what, I'm not getting any fish anytime soon. I don't want to see them staring at me like a little primtar, just giving me the the evil eye. 
Uh, another uh, email from Ash Inca. Uh, okay, I found you guys at about midnight one night. The night before I had to work, I got two hours sleep that night, oh. crying from laughing at opening a wormhole to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that show? That's probably our best to, show. To, that be, to be honest, we still get the giggles on that one when we think about it. You know what? Yeah. When when um this episode when when Tilk was pushing uh, Apophis through, I'm just like, and then he turned around. I thought about the, the <laughs> sticking his ass through and taking just a takes shit, a piss yeah. on it, like through the wormhole, <laughs> like just uh, sticks his finger up and puts his hand through, yeah. and then just pulls it back. So first of all, they say screw you all for wasting uh, so much of their night and not getting them enough sleep. Second of all, holy. F- this is what I've been looking for. Fellow Aussies. Oh, you've got an Aussie here. Brilliant. Oh, um, yeah. Stargate no full spoilers. No translation needed. No. <laughs> Only a season and a half in. I caught up in just over a week. Wow. They're listening to our podcast more than you are, Reese. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I've known about Stargate since about 2009, and I was in year eight when my dad slipped a uh, disc in his back, and we borrowed my auntie's full 10-season box set. The nice. one with the plastic Stargate on the side. Can I, I just say, your auntie is awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah. she is. <laughs> and now it's eight years later and I way too much. No, you don't. There's too much Stargate. It's never enough. So don't worry no. about it, Ash. In that shot you were talking about in the Tokra when they split the table in half. Well, oh, that is your behind the scenes stuff, Matty, you brought yeah, up. Yeah. And they push it back together as well as the dude in camo standing at the desk. There's also a guy squashed in the knee hole of the desk, potentially a Deloise appearance. Ooh. So we might have to go back and check that out with Toker Part it, 1 and it, 2. It, yeah, I'm going to definitely, because it does happen more and more throughout uh, throughout the show. It's a great one. Actually, she's got little bits and pieces of a few episodes. The princess in Touchstone is in Red Dog, and I think she was in ads for Whiskers Cat Food as well, <laughs> <laughs> interacting with a CGI purple cat he wasn't, while on a computer a few years ago. Oh, he, he I was, remember that ad! He wasn't wrong when he said he knows too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got something at season four here, but we won't go into that just yet. Uh, really looking forward to One False Step, which is obviously coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks. I've had a couple so, of people. I had a couple of people say that to me. Really? Actually. Yeah. Oh, hang on. He's no, sorry, I didn't read it properly. He goes really looking forward to One False Step, and then in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I'm really looking forward to when they start the real story arc from mid season three onwards. Until oh Touchstone, God. Ashley. Oh, well, thanks very much, Ashley. Oh, Tu-. thanks, Ash. That's a true fan. There, that's a mailbag. I better shout out to a couple of uh, Vladimir Ivanov. I hope Ooh, I've Vladimir. pronounced that correctly. Um, he shares every single one of our posts. So Vladimir, we really appreciate that. And um, oh, he runs the um, like a a gate page, like a gate news page on Facebook. The Russian SG uh, Stargate and Atlantis TVD, I think. Cheers, buddy. Nastrovia. What he said. Nastravi. Nastravi. That's that's Czech. Yeah. Um, Also, I want to (laughs) shout out to Mike Crate uh, and all the guys at Gatecast. Yeah. Uh, for sharing in our tweets and uh, and liking away. So thank you, guys. Oh, cheers, guys. All big, love one work. happy Stargate community, aren't we? Just and sharing the love and it's 20th hey, if anniversary. You wanna, if we're, all, you, we're a family. If you're listening and uh, you want a shout out, get on to us. We're more than happy to... Or if you want a picture of Maddie's mum, let us know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Maddie's apparently just dishing them out. I've got doubles. <laughs> <laughs> i got the negative. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, drop us a line at getintogate at gmail.com or if you want to uh, hit us up on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just simply search at getintogate. And uh, if you are just joining us and you found us uh, maybe by uh, one of the reposts from our friends over there at Gatecast or, or otherwise, if you have been recommended, get into Gate by a friend. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes 
and SoundCloud uh, join us. Uh, we're early, early days. So we've got plenty more Stargate ahead. And thanks for tuning in. Uh, myself, personally, at Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Matty? Uh, at High Pitch Matty on Instagram. Brendan? At the Brendan Gibson. And Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. Until next week when we're talking holiday. Celebrate. Celebrate. Oh, I was leaving you there myself, mate. Left you hanging. Get into geek.com.